JJ. Hello. If a newly promoted club goes away to Chelsea who spent about £6 billion on new players and given them all nine-year contracts, they don't get anything from it, do they? Nah. Hello and welcome to the Mr. Olympic Podcast. As usual, my name is Jacob Staten, and as usual, I'm joined by JJ Armstrong. JJ, a, how are you? That was a bit of a simple way to say my name. Normally say it much longer and much more annoying. Are you all right? Well, I can't give the people what they want, can I? Can't give the people what, I, what they want. I told Jacob that that was annoying and he cried earlier, so that's why we've... Uh, I didn't cry, resor- mate. You only cried. Simple, simple intros. <laughs> uh, I'm good. How are you, Jacob? Are you all right? Have you recovered yet? I'm, I'm very well, mate. Thank you. I've had, uh, I think it's been a... It's been a pretty good weekend of football, hasn't it, really? Um, we're recording this. It's half past eight on Sunday, the 14th of May. Uh, so um, Arsenal have just bottled the title race, which is interesting ahead of our game next week. Um, yeah, uh, Notts County obviously got promoted yesterday. I think they're a bit fortunate on the day. Joshua, how about you? Yes, uh, very fortunate. Um, very fortunate over the course of the whole First leg or only leg, and then this. They left it late. They left it late. Yeah. Then they left it late, and then they left it late, and uh, nearly bottled it with a horrendous penenka from Mister Bostock, who used to play for us. But I guess it's a good Let's thing equalize. for the city that they they've got up. Fine, who cares? I mean, it's a bad thing for it's a bad thing for Operation Car Park, but true, true. Um, uh, yeah, I think their their two equalizers were very lucky. Uh, it's, you know, they did finish 23 points ahead of Chesterfield, so I don't think anyone can moan too much. But that's not the competition, is it? That's not the competition. So, you know, I know there's been a lot of that, hasn't there, this week about um, Peterborough and Sheffield Wednesday as well. But, you know, I think I think we're at the point now where everybody knew the rules were going in, didn't they? So, If you don't want to do playoffs, just go up automatically, I think. Obviously, <laughs> we, we were burned a long, long time ago, weren't we, on the King Belly? Many Flat a time. Feet. Eight, eight, eight or nine points behind us, and yeah. uh, dumped us out. That was a that was a fun fun time. Anyway, finished above us last season, and hey, we beat them in the final. So hey, the playoffs aren't for everyone, are they, Joshua? No, they're, they're not for not, everyone. They're not. They're not. <coughs> Derby County. Anyway, uh, anyway, before we actually talk about the game, um, something important. Um, we are currently, uh, as as we record this, on six hundred ninety six subscribers. So we're nearly at 700. So if you do enjoy watching us, even if you hate watching us, hit that subscribe button on YouTube. And if you're a listener who doesn't watch, just head head over to YouTube, type in Mr. Rolling in a podcast and hit subscribe. You don't have to watch a video, just hit that subscribe button because numbers mean everything, don't they? I mean, if you hate if you hate watching us, please don't subscribe. Watch something you enjoy. Um nah, yeah, and then subscribe anyway. Yeah, just leave leave a hate comment or something. Nah, we can we can take it. We're used to it. Anyway, um, first things first. Then we start with the uh, with a nice bright sunny afternoon in uh, West London, Chelsea, West London. Sure, sure thing. Pardon me. Um, a fantastic start to the game, JJ. A really really positive start. Um, we get an opening goal. We go into half time one nil up. I. I, I you know, I think they had a bit more of the ball maybe in the first half, but, it, you know, we hustled, we bustled. I think largely what I think most fans called as well was going to happen. Um, 
I know, I know, you know, they've got their issues. If they have spent a lot of money um, on a lot of young players, they've got some really, really weird older players in that team. Like Kovacic, he's obviously very good, but you know, Raheem Sterling's on about apparently he's on nearly four hundred grand a week. Um, but yeah, it, it was peculiar, but peculiar team at the minute, and obviously with Frank in charge. Um, but yeah, I think we. I think we've had the lion's share of the half, if not the possession, that kind of thing. Um, created chances, and I, I think everybody was chuffed to bits going in at half time, JJ. Yes. Uh, before the game, I was slightly perplexed um, because Chelsea at the moment don't have a left back with Chilwell and Kukureya mm-hmm. both being injured. Um, so the youngster, Lewis Hall, um, came in. Um, and Chalaba was playing at right back, who I don't believe is an actual right back. So he's not. They've got a bit of a sort of makeshift back four um, against us on Saturday, and I thought this was prime off the back of one of his best performances in a while. Prime opportunity for Brennan Johnson to wreak havoc uh, and get him behind and just get at the youngster, Mister Hall. Um, however, that's not how Steve Cooper elected to line up. He went for five at the back, dropped Johnson for Worrell. Um, I wasn't, you know, too bothered, really. Uh, I was perplexed, as you say, because I thought it was a great opportunity for for Brennan Johnson. Um, but, you know, this system does seem to work away from home and has provided some positive performances. So before the game, I was like, hmm, interesting. I'll still take it. I still think it's a strong lineup. Um, first half, I thought we were great. Um, yep. I don't think they really threatened too much, to be honest with you. Um, there was a fantastic block by, I think it was Worrell in the first half, which was their only real chance of note. Um, but I think we looked good. We looked confident. It looked like a, a competent and confident away performance for once, which was nice to see, um, which they've started to progressively get a bit better over the last few weeks. And, I think this was maybe the culmination of all that. Um, I feel like we're playing ourselves into form a bit. And uh, Tyro took his chance really well. Mendy should not have been that far out. Um, But thankfully for us, he was. Um, Fantastic tackle from Mangala to start the play. Yeah, yeah, really good. Lovely quick thinking from Danilo to find Lodi. Beautiful ball from deep from Lodi to find Tywo. And great finish from Taiwo to learn from his similar chance against Brentford that he yep. he semi bottled. So a, a massively positive uh, goal. Um, and at half time, I just thought we are playing really well. I can't see Chelsea scoring here. This is ours here. We can we can take three points away from this. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, I think. It's nice to see that. Sorry, it's nice to see that Tylo, Tywo clearly learned from the the Brentford game, as you say, with his goal. Um, wonderful tackle by Mangala. I think going into half time, I think I had zero complaints and zero worries that Chelsea were going to get back into that game. Which, you know, goes to show you, <laughs> football's a game of two halves, Joshua. Um, Absolutely. They they come out I, again. I don't really think they started the second half overly well. Um, but Forest their goal, Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'm not saying we started the second half as well as we played the first half, but I think it was still 50-50 up until the goal. Um, 
I mean, I've had another look back at the goal. I thought at the time it was kind of, I don't want to say Mangala's fault, but he, so if you watch it back, he, when Chalaba from kind of right, right backish, does he, did he play right back or did he play he right did, centre yeah, back? Right back, yeah. Right back. So when he comes in from right back and he, Mangala's marking him and he plays like a one, two, Mangala doesn't follow him. Instead, he points, he points for near Carte to, to, to track him. Near Carte is doing his job correctly. Um, so I, Mangala should have been there to, to kind of pressure the cutback that Chalaba did, which is a good cutback to Sterling. Sterling has a decent effort, which comes off. I want to say it comes off Yates and goes like a goes past Warrell, who might have blocked it on the line. Um, it's it's one of those ones where it was avoidable. That was the disappointing thing about it. It wasn't necessarily a bad goal. It just felt somewhat avoidable. Definitely, definitely avoidable. Um, without being as quite as late, it felt similar to Brentford, where we're here in cruise control, going at halftime, one a lot. The game's ours. Games in our hands, three points is huge, um, and then we just gift the opposition a goal. Um, mm. I mean, I just thought it was a bit naive. I'm not sure who's at fault. Probably Mangala, but as a collective, I just think it was relatively sloppy um, to gift them that. And I think the main thing from that is once you can see this, we were we had the up hand overall in the game. I think. Um, once we concede, don't do what we've done this year or this season and concede another one straight away. Um, just yeah. get your foot in the game. And seven minutes later, obviously, from 1-0 down, from 1-0 up to 2-1 down. That was more of a... I, I think that... So we, we had a, a quick chat then before we came on about, about that goal and... Felipe's a bit unlucky, he slips, doesn't he, as he tries to block the the Sterling cutback, think he's going to shoot. Um, I, I think this one's just a good goal. I, it's a pet peeve of mine that there's a lot of people who watch football who struggle to accept that sometimes a goal can just be good and it's nobody's fault. Um, I think this is one of those occasions where it's. I think it's just a good goal, isn't it? Yeah, uh, no less deflating. You watch it back, it is yeah, just a good yeah. goal um, at the time. You know, your first instinct is to point fingers um, and just think what on earth has gone wrong here for us to be 1-0 up in cruise control. Well, not cruise control, but, you know, doing well, um, looking like the three points are ours to be in 2-1 down. And uh, it, it was disappointing. It was deflating. I thought I looked at the table when we were 1-0 up, uh, which is probably the worst thing to do because then you get your, your hope freshened up. Uh, it looked like we were safe, but... No, it was just a good goal. And I think what we could have done is cowered away um, and just took the defeat, which we've been maybe guilty of a few times this season. Yeah. Uh, but I think we showed great character to to not give up and almost instantly reply with yet another calm and collected Taiwo finish, another yeah. near Carte chaotic long throw that just causes problems. How did he throw it that far without a wind-up? <laughs> there's, some, there's some scientific explanation out there somewhere, but I don't think it's science. I, I think it's magic. I, it's silly. Yeah. Because, you, know, you know, people listening, I, I am, I, I think it's fair to say, quite a tall person. I'm six foot six. I have taken throw-ins. I cannot, you know, it's not a 
it's not a tall person thing, I don't think. I think it's a, you know, like some people can just drum. You don't have to have any lessons. They could pick up two drumsticks and they can just do it. I think it's like that. Isn't it? It's like there's a natural knack to to look to throw-ins. Well, it's um, mad when he throws a ball and then just does a snare roll before it. It's crazy, but um, <laughs> it, it justifies it defies humanity. It's just weird. It just do, it just yeah. doesn't make any sense to me. It's I, like archery. It's not even like that. You know. Yeah. I always thought it was a bit of a cop out for a team to be long throw merchants. Do not think that anymore. Give me more of that. Because since we've started utilising that, it's caused chaos. I, I think utilising it is one thing. Yeah. But but playing for it the way that Stoke did. Can you remember? Yes. Stoke, Stoke used it Stoke used it with Rory Delap that much. The yeah. teams would kick the ball out for a corner rather than a throw in. Yes, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I think when you get to that point, you've, you're you not really playing football anymore, whereas we're using it as a, oh, we've got a throw in, should we put it in? That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's another tool to the belt or whatever mm. you're saying. So who knows? Yeah. If you've got um, it, why wouldn't you use it? Yeah. yeah. And it just cause chaos because I'm sure you can do your research all day long, but you can't account for the ball doing that in a crowded area. Um, it's it's the it's ball so after, isn't it? It's, defend, like the, it's such like a the... slow descent and then it bobbles and then mm. you just don't know where it's going. And um, yeah. Mangala did really well to loft the ball into the crowded area and find... Um, Taiwo, who Lewis yep. Hall, I think it was, was in no man's land, played him on side. Great finish from Taiwo. Um, and he gave about a three out of ten celebration with a bit of a shaky fist, which for Taiwo is him going insane because he's uh, really yeah, he calm in he his celebration. He had some, he had, he had some, some Bible stuff on his shirt last, last week. Oh, some uh, Bible stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's very calm. I want to see him go mental when he scores. I want to see him go crazy. Uh, but, you know, he just seems like a very calm, cool person. So um, <laughs> I'm going to say here, and this is what I would like to get your opinion on. I, I tweeted oh. this as well. With Taiwo fully fit, when he didn't have think about his season, if he hadn't had any injury, do you think we'd still be this concerned about relegation? do you think would have edged much more towards safety and how many goals he's on eight now, how many goals would have fully fit throughout the season Taiwo have scored? I'm going to put an asterisk on it. I want to say we would be safe or we'd be, we'd certainly be like an where West Ham are, but we'd have the, the extra few points. Um, but I'd also like to caveat and say that if we had near Carte, the whole of the season. Very true. We would also be, I think we would just be safe now. He is, I know he made the mistake against Newcastle. Um, obviously that was a, his first full game back. I want to say, I just, I just think he's, he put so much effort in and he's, you know, he's so big, he's so strong, he's so fast, he's so intelligent on the ball. He's just, I think you described him best, Joshua, in preseason. You described described him as a Rolls Royce of a defender. Yeah, and um, him him and Felipe have already become a partnership, and it's it's peculiar because we've seen a, a number of partnerships this season. I think at centre back with, um, I said there was Cook and McKenna, wasn't there? Yeah, uh, Cook when and he McKenna, first McKenna, and Warrell, Warrell and Cook, every permutation um, no, of those. Cook, Cook, Cook and McKenna, and then it was Worrell and Bolly in the cup, wasn't it? And then when we beat Tottenham three 0 in the cup, that's when he brought them into the league. Then obviously, uh, was it Bolly and McKenna both then got injured against Fulham away? Yeah. And Felipe and Worrell was the partnership, and it's you know, and it's just I think 
that that brief sentence there explains to you why we might have been a bit leaky and a little bit uh, lax in defending because it's all chopped and changed so much in yeah. weird points of the season. But uh, I think with with Tywo and with Nierkarte, we would be there or thereabouts already, if not already safe. And how many goals do you think he's on eight now? Which uh, I think is a really good return. He scored four in the last week. Uh, which is great. Yeah. Um, I think I think that kind of eight goal stat is a bit pumped up by the fact he has scored four in the yes, last week. Yes. Which you know he deserved each and every one of them. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I I think thirteen, fifteen. We're looking at, um, and I think for a, for the first season of someone coming from the Bundesliga, there's a Bundesliga tax. I think that's a really decent return. Um, I think if he gets yeah. ten, if he gets ten and Brennan gets ten, um, obviously we're running out Brennan of games. As I thought he was on eight as well. Oh, I might have been looking at all all, all competitions, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh well, either way, you know, um, I think they've both been really important to us. Um, and I think it's a, a decent first season for both of them in the Prem. So yeah, I just wanted to say Tywo for me would have made a big difference towards safety, I think. I know uh, yep. it's obviously speculation, but I, I think he's been really important since coming in. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, okay, then, Joshua, who was your man of the match? Sorry, wait, go on. I was going to say, before we move on to sort of the wrap-up of man of the match and stuff like yeah. that, I just want to make a few points. Uh, number one, this Lewis Hall fella, shite. Um, <laughs> number two, uh, Kovacic, absolutely. That wasn't really a point, that was just me saying shite. Either way, uh, Yates pocketed Kovacic quite easily. Yates is unreal. Another one to add to that if he was fit throughout the whole season. If you want to, if you, if anyone wants to chuckle, watch the first ten minutes of the match bag and watch how many times Ryan Yates kicks, slaps, pushes, punch, punches Kovacic. It's absolutely brilliant. Another one to um, yeah, add to that if he was fit, that. we would yes, have been alright. Yeah, um, and speaking of Ryan Yates. He's really lucky that Jao Felix is absolutely shit because obviously Jao Felix kicked out of frustration to try and hit the ball towards Ryan Yates' face and completely missed. So can't get it on target because he's fucking rubbish. Um, VAR took a look at it and said that he didn't know what he was doing. It was accidental, so no further punishment. Uh, he knew what he was doing. He just was rubbish. And he's a petulant little kid and he's shit. So... Uh, Chelsea, shite. The Chelsea fan base, shite. Uh, couldn't air them once. And Fat Frank, you fraud. Rubbish. Absolute rubbish. Okay. Uh, <laughs> now now Swearfest is over. Uh, who is your man of the match, Joshua? Man of the match has to go to Tsao Awanyi. Um, I think you have to give it him for being in the right place, right time, twice, and getting us a point. Um, however, there's a close second, but Jacob, I'll let you say you're man of the match. See if you're in, in agreement or if you've got a second that I was going to say. Shock, shockingly, my man of the match is also Taiwo Awanyi. Um, has to be. I, I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't necessarily always go for the person who scored the most goals type thing, um, but I, I think he, yeah, I think he was... Right place, right time, a number of times yesterday. I think he, he he was in more of the match yesterday, which was nice to see, whereas I think against Southampton, he kind of 
really towards when he got took off, he was he was drifting out of the game. And it was it Brentford before when the IU came on for him. Yeah, again he was, he was starting, starting to drift out of the game and and, and not be there. So nice to see him in being in more of the game. Um, obviously takes two goals, takes two goals well as well. Yeah, my close second was Mangala. Um, I know you could possibly say he was at fault for the first goal, but some really good t- tackles. Uh, the first tackle, the first goal, the tackle he made was essentially mm. in that. The second goal, great lofted ball to find Taiwo. Um, I think he had a really comfortable game in midfield, largely. Um, I think he had, a, he had a good game. So, But yeah, yeah. you've got to give it to Taiwo, really. Yeah. Uh, who's your special mention? Mangala. <laughs> oh, he's already answered. Um, oh, who's mine? Who's mine? Who's mine? Who's mine? So I'm just looking now. Uh, my, mine's Ryan Yates. He he he, he gave Kovacic a run, run around. Um, it's nice to have him back. He, you know, I think he really showed in the Southampton game what what he's what he's all about. Um, and again, here he just his presence on the pitch. He's he's back to kind of. You know when Steve Cooper came in last season and he turned him into this box-to-box absolute monster. That's what he's he's coming back towards. And again, like you say, it, you know, put another asterisk, second asterisk on the uh, Taiwo statement around if he was a fit all season. We had Nia Carter at the back, Yates in the middle, and Taiwo up top all season. Yeah, I think I think we're we're looking good. But you know, we're, we're going we're getting towards settled eleven for probably the mm. first time in the season. Um, Obviously, mm-hmm. it's been there or thereabouts for the last few weeks, and you can really tell the benefit of that. Yeah. Um, I think over the last few yeah. weeks, Cooper being backed was essential. Getting mm-hmm. a few fitness, a, play, a few players that were um, a, a risk on fitness back was really important. Getting a more settled defense, settled midfield, and settled attack, I think, has been massive for us. And it's a shame it hasn't yeah. been the case for the whole season, but you know, you can only play with the cards you dealt. Um, Special mention as well, actually. Well, I said Mangala, but I think Joe Warrell had a very good game. Um, yes, yeah. Fair play to the lad. Um, he's mm. he's doing he's doing a good job when he's asked lately. So fair play to him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, right then, who would you drop for the Arsenal game if you had you have to drop somebody from the first eleven? You can't say no one. Special mention, but Joe Warrell, sorry, you're getting dropped. Um, who for? That, that's just because I want to see. Brennan Johnson uh, back in the lineup. I want to see as the team that faced Southampton exact same setup. Um, I think obviously we'll talk about Arsenal and preview that after this. But I just think you know at home they are good. Um, but I think just going for it is is key here. So Brennan Johnson back in for Joe Warrell, who's been really good, uh, but unfortunately. I would drop him if I had to. What about you? Uh, I think I would go for... This is a smidgen of a cop-out because I think he's probably going to be injured anyway. I'd go Danilo. Um, I just don't want him to see him to see him te- fully tear his hamstring off the bone or anything like that. I'd, I want him to have a break, so I'd probably put Kawate in. Um, uh, knowing that Kawate and, Kawate and Yates are going to bully Erdegaard. Um, and who else? Who, who plays in the Arsenal midfield as well? With Erdegaard, Shaka, uh, Shaka and Jorginho, or, or Partey, isn't it? Yeah. I think if it's if it's Jorginho and Erdegaard, they're going to get. The, I can just see. I, I think Danilo's fantastic, and I just, I just, I just don't want him to. Like I say, I don't want him to have a 
a long layoff. I know we're coming up to the end of the season, but I, I don't, you know, I think for the sake of one game, let's. I think give him I must a, have missed. I didn't realize he was he got injured yesterday. Um, I didn't know that he went down again, didn't he? I don't know if it, I presume he didn't just get taken off because he, he went down for a while and then he came off. So right, I didn't, um, I, my stream must have died at that point. Um, that was heartbreaking to hear live for the first time. So. <laughs> um, he's he to me he's really essential in these last yeah, two yeah, games. Yeah, so, yeah. Christ! And apparently Arsenal were after him for a number of years as well. Yeah, and they were. Mm. A lot of clubs were after him. You know, January transfer and recruitment has largely been awful, but he is a very good purchase. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so let's talk about our sponsor, Football Prizes. Um, this week, what's on offer is a 2022 squad signed home shirt, which is absolutely delectable, isn't it, Joshua? Beautiful, beautiful. Um, I wish we could enter, but obviously we can't enter because we're being sponsored by them. Is that true? Um, I entered the Felipe one. Yeah, you can enter as many times as you want. I just don't think you can win, are you? Oh, fuck. Well, sorry, I didn't know. <laughs> I entered it four times. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can work for Camelot and enter the lottery, can you, sir? So? Mm. I need to check the mm. conditions on that one. I did enter four times. Uh, check them out on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, online. They do the comp- forest competitions run 1930 GM- GMT still, or is it BST? Whatever it is. Uh, 7.30 at night in the evening on a Thursday to 7.30 in the evening on a Thursday. And then the live draw is done on the evening on the Friday, the following Friday. Um, one of our listeners actually took the prize the previous week, didn't he, Josh? Yes. Is it Nick, Nick Hemphill? Yes, Nick. Uh, great lad. Uh, long-time commenter. Uh, we do love him. He love won you, the Nick. Ryan Yates shirt on the first time. So you've got to be in it to win it, and Nick was in it to win it and won. Unless you're JJ. You, you can be in it, but you can't win it. Yeah, apparently. Uh, I need, <laughs> need, to check, need to check the contract on that one. Get my people to look at that. Um, yeah. Tara. Oh, look at this for me. Uh, yeah, good luck. <laughs> uh, we'll put the link in the description on YouTube, yep. and I'm sure we'll post on our socials as well. But and if you if you if you're a listener and you win, please 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 let us know and give us the thing, give us a prize. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, it says anyway, it, when oh. you enter, it says, "Where did you hear about us?" Please do us a favor and write Miss Rolling in pod. Cheers, and also give us a prize. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> cool. Uh, now we're on to. Um, Discussing the game on Saturday, which is obviously huge. Um, I think I said earlier, didn't we? We, we? We're recording this Sunday night just after Arsenal have been whooped at home 3 0 by Brighton. Did, didn't we beat Brighton a couple of weeks ago? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, I, I, initially, I was. I, I don't know how this is going to affect our game because I, I think I've said, on, I've, I've said on Twitter as well that I wish. City were playing before our game, but because they're in the Champions League on Wednesday, they're on Sunday, aren't they? So, um, obviously, if they were playing before us, they would know they've already won the league. You know, obviously, Arsenal probably wouldn't show up, um, which they haven't done in the last couple of weeks anyway. So, um, but I, I think I said all along, I think we're going to win this and give give City the, the, the title. Um, I, I've just got a feeling there's, there's something in your waters, Joshua. I'm, 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 I'm there. I'm up here. Mystic pricks out again. Uh, uh, Mystic rolling in. That's what we need to call it. Um, okay. Um, uh, I'm not quite as confident as you. Uh, I don't know if we can beat Arsenal. 
However, strange things have happened in football. We've um, done it many times recently, my mate. We've we've drawn against City at home. We can do anything we want. Uh, we've beat Brighton, uh, who have just beat Arsenal, so we can do anything we want. Um, so beat Liverpool. Let me. We beat Liverpool as well, yeah. So we can do anything we want. Um, I I'll give you some positives. Uh, Aaron Ramsdale, shite. Um, that's <laughs> that's as far as you need to go on that. Um, Imagine selling Martinez to sign Ramsdale. <laughs> Ramsdale has been. <laughs> Has had some really good moments this season, but today he was dreadful. Um, I think he's one of those ones where if there wasn't this 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 thing at the minute about having to have a, a sweeper keeper who's good with the ball, I think he would be a really good standard goalkeeper. But there's there's a whole thing, isn't there, at the minute of and I understand it, you know, everyone's watching Edison do what he does and it's amazing and and you know, Neuer and De Stegen and all that kind of thing, but it takes a lot be able to do that properly and I he's got a mistake in him yeah well that's it I I think he is actually a, a pretty damn good keeper some of the saves he's made this season has been, yeah. been ridiculous um, however I was only half joking about him being shy however uh, with his performance today I do think his confidence may be knocked slightly um, mm. I do think he's always got the potential to try and over save if that makes any sense he's, And he's, he's got uh, one in him He's got one in him to die for the cameras and try and make it look special and has the potential to utterly collapse. But yeah, I think I think he will his confidence will be shot after today's performance. Um Saliba isn't playing. They've got that cute QE or however you say it. He didn't look too great Ooh. today to me. Um Ooh. let me fuck it. let's have a look at his name. What's he called? Jacob Kiwio. I don't know how you pronounce that. But he looked a bit naive today. Um I don't think he's great. Kiwi-o. Ben White, I think, isn't really a footballer, so we can disregard have you, him. Have you, there's a really interesting article to anyone on the athletic, on the athletic to anyone that subscribes. It basically says that he doesn't actually like football. Yeah, ben White. you can tell. Um, their midfield of Odegaard, Jorginho, and Xhaka, I think, isn't the best. Odegaard is another level this season. He he sounded dejected in his post match interview. He said the title yeah. was gone. So that would be in his head. And Jorginho and Jacker, I think, are just average. Um, the real threat for, for Arsenal, to me, is that front three. Saka, Gabriel Jesus, and Martinelli. They are going to cause problems. However, today, Martinelli came off injured very early on and was walking around in a boot at the end of the game. So I don't Ooh. think he'll be playing. So He'll never be at the world famous. He'll never be at the world famous, mate. So that will be, obviously, they've got Trossard, they've got Nketiah, they've got Nelson, they've got Smith-Rowe, they've got very capable replacements. Uh, I just think this week their heads will drop a bit. They've 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 lost the race, uh, which is, you know, I think everyone could probably see it coming, really. City are a different beast, but they've lost the race. The heads will drop. I think Forest, with their home atmosphere, knowing that a point will probably keep us up, I think the home atmosphere will carry us through. I think it'll be really special. It's our last home game, so it's our last chance to be loud and proud. I'm going for a draw, and I think it's going to be a very, very special day. Even if we end up getting absolutely pumped, it will be a very special day because it's our last home game of the Premier League season this season. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, 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 I'm going to go. 
One Hill Forest. Um, say that quietly, Jesus. One Hill Forest. Don't let them in. Um, I, I just, I, I, I think I've, I've fancied us in this game for weeks. We always, always, always turn up against the bigger teams. I think the only one I can remember. I'm looking at the, looking at the, the, t- the table as it was. City we drew at home. Newcastle they only beat us in the last second with a weird penalty. United, fair enough. I think second half they they trounced us. I think. Um, in fact, very, you know, they still had. There was a lucky goal, the first goal, and then the second goal was very good. Liverpool would beat. Brighton would beat. Spurs we should have beat. That's still one of our best performances this season. Villa we drew one all. We should have won that. Brentford cheated us because I haven't. I can't remember who it was who went for on goal, but he cheated us. Um, didn't get. Oh, VAR cheated us. Fulham at home we should have won that. That that's way, the yeah. top. That's the top ten. Chelsea yeah. at home, we should have won that. Palace at home, we won that. Wolves at home, we should have won that. Bournemouth at home, we should have won yeah, that. Just, West Ham, we did win that. Everton, we should have won that. Leeds, we didn't win that. Leicester, we won that. Southampton, we won that. <laughs> it's almost theme. like we're good at the city ground, Joshua. There's a common theme there, and that's home form. Um, yeah, I, I think we can we we can be as hopeful and confident as we want to be, really, because I think. What have you got if not hope? But also, you know. Oh, also, um, if, if we if we lose, it's what? it's Arsenal, not, not the hope. second in the league who've pushed the champions elect greatest team in the league what right now, Man City, all the way. So, I think you know, if we lose, you expect to lose. You get anything, and it's a bonus. Uh, in the Forest are staying up. Thirty signings, mate. Yeah, who gives uh, a I want. I want to hear. What, I want to hear you score, Joshua. Before we go, you want to hear me score? I want to hear what score you think it'll be. Oh, I um, remember. Remember, without hope, you have nothing. God, you make me emotional. Um, one-one. I'm going for one-one. <laughs> I've one, given one. it the big of. If you've not, what have you got? If not hope, and I've gone for a draw. <laughs> My wildest dreams have not even gone for a win. What do you need, Jacob? Um, score uh well we sit here today today's the anniversary of uh beating sheffield wednesday away in the playoff semi-final first leg uh this wednesday will be the anniversary of us losing but winning on penalties in the in the chat in the championship playoff semi-final second leg and I'm, I'm filled with that much joy joshua that i'm going to stick with my earlier whispered score and i'm going to say it out loud i'm going to say one or nothing forest you know what I would take it. I think if we get a point, I think that's it. I think we're done. The lead point did throw a spanner in the works. I'll admit, I wasn't expecting that. Very frustrating from Newcastle. However, I do think one more point does it for us. The Leeds have got West Ham, haven't they, away on Sunday? That's that's partly worrying uh, because West Ham are not great. Um and then Leicester have got Newcastle on the Monday, haven't they, away? Yes. Newcastle will want to win, seeing as Brighton won. Um, I think Leicester are done. I, I I don't think we need to really worry about them. They're playing Liverpool tomorrow. I want Liverpool to win. So um, that's a new one. Um, but Leeds, I think we should be concerned about because they're playing West Ham, who are capable of being rubbish. And Spurs on the last day, who we all know are capable capable of being very Spursy. Um, I I think the, the I think our only danger is Everton. I'll be honest. 
Yeah, Everton are two winnable games. Um, but, you know, as long as Leeds and Leicester, obviously Southampton officially have confirmed relegation uh, this game week. But as long as Leeds and Leicester are below us, that's all that matters. So I'm desperate for this not to go to the final game, uh, but I think it will. Um, but I'm hoping that, you know, the next podcast is a great, shocking result at Arsenal. We can say that Nottingham Forest are mathematically safe and we don't need to worry about that last game. So, oh, it's going to be nervy. It's going to be very, very nervy. I can tell you that. Yes. Before we go, we asked, we put out on Twitter early, didn't we, that we were recording tonight and we want some thoughts. We'll read them out. So before we go, Marcus Kane, that is at Marcus underscore Kane 11, said Chelsea fans are silent the whole game. I think we were unlucky not to win, to be honest. Amazing performance from Waza, Mangala and Taiwo. Ding, ding, ding. Absolutely agree. Joshua? Uh, as I said earlier, Chelsea shite. Um, Tower got both a man of the match and Wazza and Mangala got a special mention. So, Marcus, a warrant as well from you. Could not agree more. Um, yep. Very good point. Uh, Sir Elliot, the subliminal psycho, says If only Nierkati was fit throughout the season, uh, as those throws are a deadly weapon. Joe had his best game of the season yesterday. Fans are ace. Keep up the good work on the pod, gents. Bosh. Sir Elliot, the subliminal psycho. You're not being subliminal. You're telling us the. Telling us as it is. Thank you very much. Sir Elliot, the subliminal psycho. That's a, that's a great name. Um, thank you for the kind words on the podcast and thank you for replying with a very, very good point. Um, I thought... Did you say... Who, who did you say had best game of the season? Uh, Warrell. Warrell, yeah. Yeah, completely agree. Um, I think we can be confident whether he comes in it right back or part of a back three or if someone gets injured part of a back two or even stick him in goal at this point I think he'll do a job for us so uh, we do appreciate you Joe Worrell we do appreciate you it, it, his performance yesterday was giving um, it weren't Barcelona were it vibes yeah yeah good lad I love <laughs> I do love him oh captain my captain okay well uh, if you're listening for the first time thank you for finding us and if you've come back again we love you you reds